Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's Annalena here. I am back for another solo episode. Super excited to be here as always. And today I want to start with a little celebration because we crossed the 50,000 download mark with this podcast. So woohoo, yay. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I want to thank you all for listening, for being so loyal with me and coming on here every single week or once in a while, whenever, right, to listen to what I have to say or the beautiful guests that I have here that are sharing their wisdom with all of you. And to celebrate this a little bit further, I decided to do a little getaway. Um, no, giveaway. Well, maybe I should do a getaway too. Well, we have been talking about retreats lately. So anyways, I want to do a little giveaway. And one of the courses that you can win is called the money breakthrough course so anybody that's looking to have a little bit of a breakthrough when it comes to money and loves human design i have this amazing course there the value is 222 dollar and how can you win it so all you have to do is leave a heartfelt testimonial for the podcast preferably on itunes i think it can also work on spotify and then before you send the testimonial and I'm asking for a five-star review if that aligns for you. Then you can send me the screenshot of the testimonial. You have to take a screenshot before you send it and just send it to my email. It's bloom at annalenafox.com. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Or you can send me a direct message on my Instagram. That's also going to be in the show notes. And then one lucky winner will receive free access to my money breakthrough course. So that's just a good start with you all. And then today I wanted to talk a little bit more about the gates in human design because I have been receiving lots of questions about it and everybody is at a different place, right? And especially if you're new to human design, sometimes I think it can be a little bit confusing what these gates actually mean, where are they coming from, what I'm going to do with that now, right? And in particular, I'm going to talk a little bit more about gate 31, because that's the energy we are in right now for the next five to six days. And also, we now started Leo season, you know, it's kind of fifth house energy. It's all about the sun getting out there, showing yourself into the world. And gate 31 is all about leadership. Um, but first, I'm going to talk about the 64 gates in general a little bit. And then we will dive deeper into the specifics of gate 31. So if you have pulled up your human design chart, you may have seen that there's all these numbers, right? On the left and the right of your human design chart. 
So it may say 20.1 or 34.1 or something like that, right? And there's a total of 64 gates in human design. And these are archetypal energies. They go originally back to the Chinese I Ching, where we have these 64 hexagrams. And the way that I like to talk about these energies is that to me, these 64 energies, these archetypal energies, they really describe how life works, how the universe works, how we manifest. You know, it's like all these spiritual rules that we have and they make so much sense, right? They're just like, yeah, this is, you know, oftentimes when we talk about goal setting or how do we run our business in the best way? I always find these answers in these archetypal energies of these gates. It's literally so beautiful. And so the Chinese I Ching, in a way, is part of the human design in some way, because these 64 gates that we always talk about, they are go back to these 64 archetypal energies of the Chinese I Ching. And so in your human design chart, you have like I said, on the left and the right of this body graph, right, where you have these like centers colored in or white, and then you have these lines colored in or white, right? This all comes about from these gates because on the right-hand side of your body graph, depending what software you use, they usually are black and they're called personality or soul. There's some, depending on what software you have, but this is like your conscious. It's like your conscious design, you know, and oftentimes when we talk about the self-development work, we talk a lot about the conscious mind and the unconscious subconscious beliefs and stuff, right? And the, everything that's on the right-hand side, the black side, that's your, your conscious awareness. Like those energies are probably more familiar to you because you're consciously aware of those. And what this means is that at the time that you were born, at the exact time, right, the day and the time and the place that you were born, the planets that you can also see on the right-hand side, they're the symbols, right? We have the sun, usually first, then it's the earth, then we have the north node, the south node, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and so forth, all these planets. And that basically means that at the time you were born, that planet, like let's say the sun, was in gate 20, for example. That's if you were born like towards the end of May, for example. Or right now, if somebody was born right now, it's the end of July, July 25th, then your conscious sun gate would be in that gate 31, for example, right? And then the earth was in a different gate. If it's gate 31, then the earth was in gate 41, so so forth. And then there's a second line. So there's a second number after the dot, which is any number from one to six. I'm not going to go into that too much today, but these are what we call the lines. So basically every gate that you have in your human design chart can be in one of the six lines. So it's always going to be point one, two, three, four, five, or six, the second number, right? But today, just for the sake of simplicity, we're just going to talk about the first number before the dot, because that is the gate. So the first number is always going to be any number between 1 to 64, right? And now, if you look at your body graph, those gates that you have on the right-hand side of your body graph, for each planet, you're going to have a different number, right? I mean, you can have one number in different planets, it's the same number, right? 
And that gate in your human design chart will be colored in, most likely in black. Again, it depends on the software that you use. But I'm using genetic matrix in there. The personality side or the conscious side is always going to be black. So if you look now at that chart, I want you actually to do the exercise. Look at it and look at the, okay, my sun gate is in, let's say, gate 31. Then you look at the throat center and then you would see that the gate 31 is colored in, in black in your chart, right? And then if you look at the left-hand side of your body graph, you're going to see all those gates in red, right? And again, it, it's either called design or unconscious, also often called the body. And this is your unconscious design, right? What you may not be so consciously aware of, but that's really who you are in your body and the beliefs and all of that, right? And this is based on 88 days approximately before you were born. And people oftentimes ask me, uh, but, but what if I was a preemie and I wasn't born at the time I was supposed to be born, right? The thing is you were born when you were born, right? That's written in the stars, that's, that's said and done. And if that was a different date than that was predicted initially, that's still the date you were born. So it's from the day you were born minus 88 days. That's what we call the design date in human design, right? And those are typically all in red. And now those gates are also now, you're going to look at your human design chart. You have again for the sun, the earth, the north node, the south node, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and so forth. You know, every single planet was in a particular gate at that time, 88 days before you were born. And now you can look again at your body graph and you can find those gates they are colored in. And sometimes it may be that one of the gates that was colored in, or we call this um, defined, that's the language we use in human design, was already defined in your conscious design right, in the personality on the black side. So sometimes you have an energy or the gate defined both in your conscious and in your unconscious design. Sometimes you can have one gate three or four times defined, right? Like several times on the conscious and the unconscious side. And anytime you have one gate, like more than two times defined in your chart, it becomes kind of like a theme. So that particular energy is something I would really recommend to you to look deeper into because they're it has a really, really big meaning for you. And so another thing that happens is that when two gates connect in your body graph, so you will see this like if there's one gate, and right now let's use this gate 31, right? If gate 31 is defined, you will see this colored in either red or black or both red and black together if it's in both your conscious and your unconscious design. And if only that gate is defined and the other gate that is connected to that, which is gate seven, if that is not defined, then we just call it a hanging gate. So it's just the one gate. But if you also happen to have gate seven defined as well and gate 31, then these two connect in the human design chart and they build what we call a channel. Yeah. So, and, and you can see which, which gate. So the other one would be, for example, if you have gate 20, I was talking about, right? Uh, the other gate, there are several ones for this one, but gate 34 would then create a channel with gate 21, right? If both of these were defined in your human design chart. And then what happens, anytime you have a channel, so when two gates connect, 
then the two centers of each side of that channel line, they become defined. So then these centers become colored in in your human design chart. So if I, if I were to take that 31-7 channel, if those two gates were defined, let's say hypothetically speaking, then the throat center and the GR identity center, that's usually this like yellow diamond in the center of the human design body graph, then both of these are defined. So you can kind of, again, do this exercise right now, look at your human design chart and see all these centers that you have colored in and defined in your chart. They will always have a full channel connected to that center, right? And all the centers that are white in your human design chart, they can have a single gate hanging there, but they will never have a full channel connected to that center, right? So that also now helps you understand why you have certain centers wide and undefined and why you have other centers wide and undefined or defined and colored in, right? So now I'm not going to cover all the centers right now because, again, we want to mainly focus on the gates today. What well, one thing that I do want to explain is like, okay, what's now the difference if I have a gate colored in and defined in my chart because it is one of those numbers on the right of the body graph or on the left, right? And what is the case if I have it wide and undefined, right? Am I missing it? Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Whatever. So if you have a gate defined and colored in in your chart because it shows up either on the left or the right in one of those um, planets, you know, where it was when you were born or 88 days before you were born, that means that you have consistent access to this energy. And in a way, like you are sending out this energy out into the world, like that, that's who you are. And oftentimes, you know, those energies actually something we hold back because somewhere down the line, we learned that we're being too much, but we're actually supposed to like shine this energy, just like the sun, we're supposed to shine this energy out into the world, right? And it's not like you have to do a specific thing, right, to be this energy. It's literally like you're being you, you will naturally be that energy, if that makes sense. And it's almost like a radio station. You're sending out this energy. And even if you're, you may not be consciously aware of it, but that's how other people often also perceive you in this energy, right? And of course, it's like a puzzle because you have all these different energies coming together that really create who you are individually, uniquely. And then anything that you have wide or undefined in your chart, that's a really important distinction here. That does not mean you don't have this energy or it's missing. That's not what it means. What it means is that you learn about this energy through other people, through your environment that have this energy defined and you can take it on. Like you can sample it. You can experience a certain gate or channel or defined center that you have wide and undefined through other people, through other environments. And then you can actually amplify this energy. And then for a certain period of time, you can feel this energy very, very strongly because you can amplify it through your openness, what's wide in your chart, but then you cannot hold on for it consistently or for a prolonged period of time. And then it's kind of like you let it go in some way, right? And so usually the gaze that we have wide and undefined, hence a little bit more unfamiliar to us. And it takes a little bit longer for us to really learn those energies because we experience them through greater variability, right? But over time, because we get to taste this energy from so many different people and environments, right? We learn. 
And so over time, you can actually become really, really wise about all the energies that you have wide and undefined in your chart. So having a chart that is mainly white, so for example, the reflector has still all these gates defined, but not one single center. So all centers for a reflector will be completely white and undefined. That doesn't mean something is missing, right? That's actually, I want to say, one of the most powerful designs because it reflects so much back to us, right? And it's so helpful. There's so much wisdom that can be in those open centers and also in those open and undefined gates. And every single person has areas in their chart that are undefined, always in the gates, right? I mean, you can have all nine centers defined, but you still have many, many gates undefined. It takes a little bit of time, to be honest, to really get this concept. But over time, as you start to learn these gates and these energies, you, you're going to start to be like, oh, yeah, when you have something defined, it's kind of this like, yeah, I know this. Like, mm -hmm, yeah, I know this. It's very familiar, right? And then the other gates, like, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, but it's more unfamiliar. And then over time, we start to we start to learn this. And I have noticed for myself, for example, because there are certain energies that I have undefined in my chart, right? And if this energy is really important for me somehow to learn or tune into, what I have found is I attract people into my life that have those energies defined, right? There's like one channel in particular, the, the 952 channel, which is all about stillness and focus and then taking action when the pulse is there, right? And several people in my life that I have contact with almost on a daily basis, they have this channel defined. I think like three or four people in my life. And I now can say that I understand this energy really, really well because I have been around those people, right? That have this energy defined. And even though I have this, undefined in my chart I could say like oh I don't have it I don't know what to do right like I, I cannot focus or I cannot be still and no that's not the case at all I actually have become really wise about it because I have been around other people and so over time we are around all the 64 energies right just when you walk into a cafe you're probably around all the possible energies anyways right and so we learn I wanted to share this because I have found many, many times that people really think that they have something missing in their human design chart and people that have certain gates or channels or centers defined, like they are better off or they have a competitive advantage or something like that. That's not the case at all. Like no matter what your human design chart looks like, it's perfect. That's who you are. And that's going to serve you in the best way possible. So now the other thing is that every gate has always a higher expression and a lower expression, or we call it a shadow. And what's important here is that you can always, if you have a gate defined or undefined, you can be in the shadow or in the highest expression, right? And one of the things that's important is that the shadow or the lower expression is not a bad thing, you know? It's actually something that is very helpful because, you know, if something is not going well in your life and you keep struggling, like, it's so enlightening sometimes to look at some of the gates that you have defined in your chart or even some that you have undefined intuitively, you will know what to look at. And just the awareness of where we may be acting from our shadow frequency can help us to move into the highest expression of the gate. We're not able to move into the highest expression from ignoring the shadow or pretending it's not there or making it a bad thing. And if you know me by now, I love the saying, like, what you resist persists. 
and what you accept has the capacity to change. So that's the same with all these energies is if you are resisting and running away from the shadow frequency and pretending like, yeah, yeah, no, like, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that. And oftentimes that's what happens. We distract ourselves. We through like consuming way too much content or any kind of habits that you, you know, you know what this will be if there's a shopping or um, eating sugary foods or whatever, right? It, it's usually not to feel a certain way, like an uncomfortable way. And often like these are our shadows, right? And that's where the deconditioning work comes really in. And that's why human design is so beautiful for the inner deconditioning work, because it is in a way a shortcut to show us like where we have like those, those biggest blocks or shadows that are really holding us back. But again, it's about lovingly accepting that part of us. It's almost like, you want to parent yourself because if you have a little baby that feels off, what are you going to do? You, you're going to hold it and listen to it and, you know, allow it to express itself through crying. Right. And as humans or adults, especially we have learned to, you know, always have our act together and push that away. But it's so important that you are being honest with yourself, for example, that you have a huge fear of rejection right? That may be in one of those gate energies or that you have this tendency to want to control everything in life. And that's really the shadow of your gate 21, for example. And it's so important that you don't make this a bad thing, but like, okay, here we go. Okay. You know, like I actually invite people to look at it with a sense of humor and really a big amount of compassion for yourself because it's actually so beautiful that you're aware of it. Once you're aware of something, that's when you can shift it. You know, the worst to me is like that I don't even know that I'm in my shadow. And that's why human design is so freaking beautiful because it helps us be quicker aware. And then again, once we're aware, we have this brilliant mind. That's when we can use it like, okay, here I am. I'm acting from my shadow. I'm trying to force things. I'm trying to control things. You know, I'm I'm totally pleasing people because I don't want to feel this fear of rejection or whatever this may be for you. And then we can start to shift that and we can we can choose to respond differently. We can choose to like, even though I have this urge right now to control things, I'm choosing to lean back and surrender, you know, and let life show me how it's supposed to be instead of trying to force and make things happen. That's kind of a little insight on those gates because oftentimes people ask me like, okay, what am I going to do with this right now, right? It's really an awareness tool for you and to help you be more compassionate with those shadows so that you can then move quicker into the highest expression, right? Um, and it's also like this analogy, like when um, uh, actually the animals that do this really well, like when there's a big storm coming, like if the animal is running away from the storm, it usually chases the animal, right? And that's kind of like when we try to escape uncomfortable emotions or shadow patterns that we have, that they, they kind of chase us and they become stronger over time. But when we have the courage to move towards the storm, that's actually the quickest way for the storm to dissolve. And it's like, instead of running away from the fear, because that's the fear is going to chase you, the fastest way to allow the fear to dissolve is to walk towards it. Just ask yourself, right? Where have you been really, really good at trying to avoid and run away from your fears? You know, and those things that you know deep inside are really holding you back. How about you have the courage to face that? 
right? And be really gentle and compassionate with yourself. Okay. So, of course, there's a lot of food for thought and I know you have a lot of gates and all these things, but I always invite people like, you don't have to figure this out. Like if you follow your strategy and authority, so really like your body and you're trusting your intuition, like you will know when it's time to look at a certain gate. It's not for you right now to like, oh my God, I need to look at every single gate and figure this out. No, you know, there are times where I go back to certain gates that I haven't looked at in a year and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, now I get it. And it that's another thing, like it takes time. It really takes time. Remember, right? It's about slowing down. You're not gonna fully live your human design from intellectually understanding it. It's really through slowing down, taking a step back and let life show you like which energies are really for you to dive deeper into. And sometimes you spend several weeks just with one energy, like one of those gates, right? And let your body really show you where it's next to go. And, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, now it's time for me to book a reading. Now it's time for me just to self-reflect on this. Now it's time to, maybe at some point you're drawn to take a course. Some people even get certified. I mean, there's no one way, right? But trust life that it will show you you know, which energies are really most potent for you at this time. Okay, so now I promise that we're going to look a little bit at gate 31 in particular, because that's where the sun is in right now for the next five to six days. And this gate is all about leadership. And it's called leading. So it's all about the new world kind of leadership because oftentimes we think like, yeah, being the leader is like being in charge and telling people what to do, right? And make things happen. But gate 31 is actually about, first and foremost, about listening to what people have to say. And then through listening to the people, you know, what what is everybody saying? What are they asking for? What is it that people need? Then, and, and usually people will recognize that this is a projected energy. So it's if you're a projector, for example, you will know what this means. It's not about forcing yourself into a leadership position, making it happen. It's about actually people coming to you and asking you and recognizing you for your unique skills. And it will happen very graciously that you will realize that you're being called out here to step up and take on a leadership role, which will be through listening what everybody has to say. And then you take actions that are the greater good for all, right? And then you get to share your wisdom and your guidance after you have been elected by a collective or like a group. And this way you become very, very influential in a way. And this energy is all about you know, carrying humanity towards the future. And there is this energy, like when you use this energy from being recognized and being called out into or called into a leadership position, then whenever you speak and you share your wisdom, like people just naturally listen to you. And they, they kind of feel like what you have to say is just very, very, very important, right? To attain their own future goals. And you just have a very loving, caring, and in innocent nature with this energy. And if you have this gate, especially if you have this in like, let's say your son or in a very dominant um, placement in your chart, you will probably like, when I speak right now, you probably can can feel this, 
right? That this is a very familiar energy to you. And I always love to use the example of uh, Barack Obama because um, that is kind of like when he became elected to be a president, um, I heard his story once. It was because people asked him, like they actually wanted him to run for, uh, to become a president because he was recognized. He was invited into the leadership role and then then he responded, right? And he's also, he's a projector himself. So it's kind of like this energy is the voice of democracy. It's like, it's not about your um, personal goals. It's about what is best for the greater good of all. And kind of the way that this energy speaks is like, I lead. And that was now kind of the higher expression. And there's also now the shadow frequency of this energy. And the shadow frequency is all about when you're trying to force things, you know, without being recognized from others or being called into a leadership position where you kind of push yourself into a leadership role from a place of like personal gain, right? So it's, it's like more about you, but not about the benefit from people. And I think we see this a lot, right? Where people, um, they kind of chase this sense of fulfillment and or they think that's going to make them happy if they're going to be the leader, right? But if it comes from this forced place, it's never going to be sustainable, right? So, and also it can be a little bit that, I mean, this shadow frequency can have kind of two sides. One is like where you're like too pushy and too forcing or you can be submissive. Like that could happen when you really, you step into a leadership role and with your big heart and love and um, you trust, right? But then people kind of take advantage of you and they become rude and unappreciative. So it's also really important that you set very healthy boundaries, right? And you don't let other people take advantage of you either, right? So that's something I also, I have that gate seven that connects, oh, that would create this channel, but I, I don't have uh, the gate 31 myself. So for me, it's my gate seven is always looking for that gate 31 to kind of complete the channel. And I have people, um, my partner, for example, has gate 31 in his chart. So that's where we have an electromagnetic. And so when we come together, we have this channel defined together um, because the gate seven is also all about, you know, leading humanity into the future. It's about guiding people. So this gate 31 energy feels really near and dear to my heart. And I also think like where we're moving towards in the collective, and I did this episode already about uh, the year 2027 a couple of weeks ago. I mean, this energy is so much that, right? Because we're moving into the future. We are creating different ways of doing business and living life where it's more about the greater good of the collective of humanity and also the greater good of Mother Earth than individual ego goals, right? This is like what is in the best for everybody, even though if for you personally, like you may have to take a cut sometimes and take a step back. It's always about what is sustainable and what is for the greater good of all, right? So very, very beautiful energy. And then also because we are right now, I already mentioned that we're in Leo season. It's about, and, and our North Node has recently collectively moved into Aries. It's this time right now. It's time to step up. It's time to shine your light, but not from forcing it, not from pushing it, not because you feel like now I have to do it, 
it will come through being recognized, through getting invitations, through responding what life brings your way, right? So I always invite people like set the intention. This could be right now. Okay, I am ready to step into my natural leadership role and I'm open for life to show me, right? That is so much more powerful than um, trying to figure it out, how to make it happen, right? And forcing things. Then it usually will end up in a lot of frustration and bitterness and it doesn't really work out that well. So I would love for all of you to reflect a little bit on this energy and if you have a defined or not, right? It's This gate right now is relevant for all of us. So anybody that has this gate undefined right now, you will feel this stronger because you can kind of amplify this energy. So it's a really beautiful time to learn this energy at a deeper level. And those of you that have it defined, most likely the energy will be very familiar to you already anyways. And look at the shadow, right? Is there something that can be helpful for you so you can step more into your natural leadership role in life? And this does not mean you have to become the president or something. This could be maybe you work in a team and you're being asked to be taking on more of a leadership role, or it could be in the context of your family or any kind of structure with other humans, right? There's no, no one way to, to become a leader. And in a way, we all are leaders, right? So that's what I wanted to share with you all. I know this was a lot. Um, and again, if you are already deep into human design, it was probably like more of a refresher because you already know the stuff of the gates. But I know for some of you, um, yeah, you may have been wondering like, what is that all this with the gates? Why are things defined and undefined? So I trust this helped you a little bit and reminding you again, we have a giveaway. So if you want to win access, one lucky person will win access to the Money Breakthrough course. So I'm looking forward to receiving your, your likes and reviews for my podcast. And again, thank you so much for listening. I love you all. And I wish you all a beautiful week. And I cannot wait to be back with you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.